0: I marvel at the way that sports safety equipment has evolved since my playing days. While anyone who plays sports will always run the risk of injury, today's athletes wear far more protective gear than I did, and their coaches are so much more aware of potentially dangerous injuries, especially concussions. Looking back, I was fairly lucky, at least when I was wearing a baseball uniform. I never suffered a serious injury on a baseball diamond though I had more than my share of sore arms, jammed fingers, bad-hop bruises, and Charlie horses. The only physical reminder that I have of my baseball days is a crooked finger that I dislocated and was reset by a coach who pulled the finger back in place and told me to be an Oriole. Years later, I found out that those old-time Orioles were the toughest team in baseball history and were hell-bent on winning, and that included maiming the other team's players. I wasn't so lucky when it came to football and basketball. When I was 15 years old, I shattered my left elbow in a playground football game. I remember taking a snap from center, rolling around right end until one of my football buddies threw a block into my legs. As I flew into the air, I made the mistake of reaching out with my left arm to cushion the fall. When the weight of my body came down on my left hand, my elbow snapped in two. Doctors inserted a pin in my elbow, but I would end up with a crooked arm for the rest of my life. The football injury ended my dream of playing big league baseball, but it didn't end my ball playing days. After my baseball career was over, I managed to play softball well into my 50s and kept playing basketball until one ill-fated day at SIU's Recreation Center. When I first came to SIU, I'd go over to the rec center at noon and play in faculty pickup games. I had no trouble competing until one very large faculty member after rebounding the ball, came down on my big toe. Other than a discolored toenail, I didn't think I was seriously injured. A short time later, when I tried to get out of bed, I felt an excruciating pain in my leg and discovered a thin red line running from my big toe to my groin that turned out to be a symptom of blood poisoning. Over the past several years, I decided that the better part of Valor in my advancing age was to restrict myself to jogging around the trail at SIU's Campus Lake But even that proved a bit hazardous when I decided to run in the Pittsburgh Marathon. Besides falling at the finish line in Pittsburgh, I've twice tripped and fallen on a wooden bridge at Campus Lake that soon, I hope, will be commemorated as Peterson Falls. Over the years, I've tried to minimize my chances of injury, but as my wife Anita likes to say about the future of our more than 50-year-old marriage, you never know. Earlier this summer, we were at Dick's Sporting Goods store where Anita was looking around for something for Father's Day that was not likely to injure me. While she made her way through the aisles, perhaps in search of protective headgear for my next running misadventure, I wandered over to the baseball section of the store to look at the latest equipment. After trying on gloves that seemed large enough to catch lobsters, I wandered over to the bat racks and, to my delight, discovered some wooden bats. When I rubbed my hand over the barrel of a Louisville slugger, I felt a sharp pain. When I looked in my hand, I discovered that I had a splinter from the bat lodged in one of my fingers. I tried to be an Oriole, but I couldn't remove the splinter. When Anita saw that I was in distress, she came over, pulled out a pair of tweezers from her purse, and calmly removed the splinter. As she walked away, she pointed to a rack of aluminum bats and said I might want to try one of those. She couldn't resist adding that I should be careful not to drop a bat on my big toe. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.